This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey everyone, welcome to Round Ball Stew. I am Matt Straub. It is Monday, December 27th, and today we are here with some takeaways and waiver pickups after a very long, very confusing, very chaotic holiday NBA weekend. I'm joined by Steve Alexander, and let me just start, Steve, by saying happy birthday, man. It's the big day. It's the big day, man. The big day. I sort of forgot about it. I did not schedule anyone to work for me today. I am supposed to cover seven games this evening. My family will have to go eat my Christmas dinner or my birthday dinner without me, which is fine. It's all good. I've eaten I've eaten plenty of birthday meals throughout my lifetime. Well, I'm sure you're pumped though. You're gonna you're gonna blurb some some NBA COVID chaos games here on your birthday. What what more could a NBA writer ask for? Really? You know, I thought that writing a LeBron James blurb every 12 minutes for about three months straight about 10 years ago in the summer LeBron was bad. Uh, that was a that was a walk in the park compared to COVID blurbing. Well, along those lines, I prepared a list. I went through the depth charts on Roto World slash NBC Sports Edge. And here are some of the players, some of the notable players in protocols as of Monday midday. And here's hoping this list becomes dated soon because this is obviously extremely silly. Here we go. In alphabetical order of team, okay, or of city, NBA city. Trey Young, John Collins, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Miles Bridges, Lonzo Ball, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Luka Doncic, Cade Cunningham, Draymond Green, Dylan Brooks, Kyle Lowry, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, Mo Bamba, Yusuf Nurkic, DeJounte Murray, Fred Van Vliet, Scotty Barnes, OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, Bradley Beal. That's just the the players who cleared a certain bar. You know, those are the high level fantasy players who are out there. A lot more than that. So, really wonderful times. I mean, I have a couple of fantasy rosters, Steve, that are just decimated. I mean, I have a roster. I have a team where I have Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, like Jared Vanderbilt. It's a fourteen team league. You know, you you can't you can't do anything at this point in some leagues. Dude, and you remember last week? I think it was a week ago. Like right now, I was kind of on here, like being Debbie Downer, and yeah, like, you I got don't called even out. want to look at my lineups or make moves. I'm, yeah. And it's like twice as bad now as it was a week ago. So I, I've kind of had this theory that the NBA was just going to try to get through Christmas Day in one piece, and then then it might be time for a little break. But you know, Adam Silver says he's not shutting it down. People seem to believe that that is the case, and he's not going to shut it down. We're bringing in all these players from the G League and, and filling in gaps and holes. But you can't really – it's hard to fill in your fantasy roster with a G League guy who might be around for, like, 48 hours, you know? Well, I think we have two options here, Steve. We have the last week Dr. A approach, which is whine and complain about, about your your sad <laughs> rosters, or – you aggressively play the waiver wire and 
and try to keep this thing afloat because I think this is where a lot of leagues are going to be won and lost during this stretch this year. As as frustrating as that is, if you can kind of tread at least tread water during this stretch, or you know if you got crushed last week in a head-to-head league, try to do the same to someone else this week and get it back. So we're going to be playing the waiver wire aggressively here in a second. We have a bunch of waiver wire pickups to talk about coming up quickly though. I want to talk just some injury news coming out of the weekend. Paul George is expected to be out the next three to four weeks due to a torn ligament in his right elbow. This according to Adrian Wojnarowski. Steve, there are a few guys to look at here. I think, you know, and I don't know how many of the, how many of these guys are really available in waivers, especially Terrence Mann, I think, got picked up a lot of places already, but he is immediately intriguing. We talked about him as kind of the guy who probably gets the biggest bump in value with no Paul George. Yeah, he he is. That's the guy. But like you said, there's other guys too. Man, like you said, looking at these depth charts and these injury lists for these teams is just it's it's outlandish. Reggie Jackson out, Paul George out, Marcus Morris out, Isaiah Hartenstein out. So you have all four of those guys down and out right now. I think Nick Batum mm-hmm. is probably going to be a guy that along with Terrence Mann does something during this time. And we've seen Eric Bledsoe season has been the tale yep. of two Eric Bledsoe's like he's either really really garbage or he's playing out of his mind when everybody else is is out of the lineup so those are probably your three guys to to think about maybe Luke Kennard is probably worth grabbing as well yeah the Nard, Nard dog. dog I think so and I agree with you Batum has not been good lately but I think he is a guy who you're going to want to keep an eye on and be ready to to strike when his offense comes back because I think it probably will. Terrence Mann, the last eight games, sitting around 12.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, 3.3 dimes, 1.13s, uh, just 0.4 steals, so that's a little annoying. But overall, showing that solid all-around game that we expect without Paul George. Luke Kennard, his last nine games before Paul George returned, he kind of hit a wall. Kennard did, but but before that... He was at 17.3 points, 4.13 pointers over a nine-game stretch. And Eric Bledsoe, like you said, Steve, his last five games, he's around 15 points, four boards, six dimes, 1.4 steals, 1.43. So the erratic, confusing Eric Bledsoe is surging right now. So we could see how long we could squeeze some value out of Bledsoe before the inevitable valley that's coming at some point. Matt, it is really, really windy here. And as you know, I'm in my mom's attic in the middle of the woods so I'm always yes, always in the back of my mind. I'm always waiting for a tree to come crashing through my roof and kill me. And now it now it feels like that it's dark. There might be a possibility of that happening. Well, let's not. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I don't think that I don't think that's the viral video we really are we really want. <laughs> that's a little far. Like, you know. Yeah, it's a little, might be a little too too viral, a little too real. I don't think I'm gonna die, but I would not be surprised if stuff started falling on the roof. Okay, well, with that in mind, we're going to expedite this. We have some waiver wire pickups to get to in just a minute. First, we're going to take a very quick break. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. 
the longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Give it. The gift of NBC Sports Edge Plus this holiday season. Get 15% off annual subscriptions when you use the code HOLIDAY15 at checkout. This offer will turn to coal on December 31st. So visit NBCSportsEdge.com slash Edge Plus today. And remember, all of our premium tools for fantasy, DFS, and betting are included in one low Edge Plus subscription. My co-host is raising his hand to say. I forgot to mention that Nick Batum, the Nard Dog, and his Clipper friends all play four times this coming week. Most teams go four times. There, it looks like there's three teams with two games. Matt, it's Philadelphia 76ers, the New Orleans Pelicans, and the Detroit Pistons. Okay, I think that could have waited till after I read these promos, but so, so it goes. I thought you were done. I thought you were only going to do one. No, I got another one. Yeah. Download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter this week's free NBA Pick and Roll Contest for a chance to win $50,000. This week, we're highlighting matchups between the Clippers and Celtics, Lakers and Grizzlies, and Knicks and Pistons. So if you don't have the Predictor app yet, download it now. Now I'm done, Steve. Now we, now we can get back to it. you think your right? boss wants you to read all the promos at one time, or do they want them interspersed throughout the show? Have we have we heard about no, this? You, look, I, there's a, there's a way I feel that it should go, and I feel that the promos should be their own self-contained pod. You okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, we we can't interrupt that that universe. Must not be disturbed. You know, <laughs> I'm in promo mode. Then I can't I can't go back to schedule mode. That's too confusing for my brain. I can't handle it. All right. Okay. It's for me. This don't mess your, with. This don't is mess your with my show. Like, this is your show. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for for clarifying. <laughs> All right, are you ready? Can we can we move on now? I'm I'm ready to move back to the podcast. Waiver wire. Le- waiver wire leftovers, okay? Okay. We're going to rip through these. We got a bunch of names to hit. Some of them will probably be irrelevant about 30 minutes after we record this, but as so as always, check the NBC Sports Edge Roto World Player News page for the latest, but we're going to say Kobe White we talked about on Friday, got a start with Lonzo Ball in protocols. Did not do a lot, but the 33 minutes is the number I'm looking at with Kobe White. 21% rostered, Steve, and the Bulls play how many times this week? Four. Four times. Four times. And I, I'm a big Kobe White guy in this COVID scenario. Like, I, I, I don't – I think he has to succeed, especially with Lonzo, the Lonzo news. Kobe all day. Okay. Miami – has a guy named Kyle Lowry now in protocols, which I mentioned already. I've been, We've been talking about Gabe Vincent and what does all this mean for Gabe Vincent? This was before the Lowry news. Now with the Lowry news, Gabe Vincent had 13 points, five rebounds, eight assists with three triples on Sunday, 26% rostered. I think that makes Gabe Vincent a very clear pickup with how many games this week, Steve? Four games. I would agree with that. I think Max Struess is also a guy you got to look at a little bit. Also in Miami, Bam Adebayo has been out. Dwayne Dedman has a knee issue, is going to be out. 
Omer Yurt seven has 12 or more rebounds in five straight games. He had 16 points, 15 boards on Sunday, 34% rostered for him, Steve. He's been playing well and he should have been on radar screens for the last 10 days, I think. And, you know, the Deadman news is enough to, to push him over the top. So I like it. Who knows how long it'll last. Yurt seven. By the way, Jimmy Butler is finally back from his tailbone issue. So in the midst of all of this, in the storm of this roster madness, mm. fantasy managers got Jimmy Butler back. So a little bit of good news there. That is good news. I, I had uh, That news had escaped me. I don't have Jimmy Butler anywhere. And with all that's going on, I haven't, I've kind of, kind of dropped out for the last 48 hours, Matt. Birthday, Christmas, just a lot going on. Well, now I'm going to tell you, in case you missed it, that Denny Avdia on Sunday had nine points, nine rebounds, four assists with two steals and a triple over the last five games. Take a listen to these numbers. 12.6 <clears throat> points, 6.0 rebounds, 2.6 dimes, 1.4 steals, 0.8 blocks, 1.4 threes, 24% rostered. And as I said, Bradley Beal in protocols, that's certainly helping the case for Avdia. But overall, he is just trending up, Steve. And you're going to tell me now that the Wizards play... Three times. Not great. Okay. Not horrible. Yeah, we needed four there. Yeah, but, you know, Denny Abdia, he's been playing well enough. He's been ramping up for, for weeks, I feel like. And I think he's one of those guys that by the time the end of the season rolls around, he's going to be rostered in a ton of leagues. And I'm I'm very curious to see what his production looks like once Beal is back from the protocols. Will, will he kind of disappear but i i want to see what happens so i'm picking him up if he's still out there let's pick him up and let's see what happens because he's playing well enough to deserve that treatment steve and another guy playing really well right now is hamadou diallo a guy i know you like a lot has the last four games 16.3 points 5.5 boards 2.5 times 2.5 steals 0.8 threes in 34 minutes he also has 3.3 turnovers during that stretch, which is a little a little excessive. I had a seven turnover game in there, but that that's beside the point. I think the bigger point here is twofold. Diallo's playing well, and the Pistons' schedule is terrible this week. So how do you handle that? Yeah, I mean, I've been using Hamadou Diallo a lot in DFS contests. Him and Denny Abdija both have been in my FanDuel lineups a lot. The two-game schedule doesn't hurt you in daily, but it kills you in a weekly league. So... Not an ideal time to jump on the Diallo bandwagon, but he's been he's been ramping up. Another guy he's been playing well for like you know seven to ten days, and the Pistons' schedule's been tough this year. They had a two game week in week seven too, and so every time they seem to be getting momentum going schedule wise, it just something happens. But they go four three four three four after this, so that'll be better. Also, I think their schedule this week is Wednesday, Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. So Ooh. if nothing else, I think you're going to want to you, – maybe you can double-check me on that. But if nothing else, you're going to want to have Diallo on your radar for that Wednesday game. He's somehow still out there in your league. Yeah, it looks like the Pistons go, well, this well, this isn't right. That must be set up for last week. Yeah, they play Wednesday. They play Wednesday, the next Wednesday. and Saturday, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay. Gary Payton – the second young glove his last four games 15.3 points 6.3 rebounds 1.5 steals 1.8 threes we mentioned draymond green in the protocols andrew wiggins is in the protocols a tremendous opportunity in front of gp2 right now and the schedule is not entirely cooperating but he's still intriguing steve 
three games, Young Glove, as they like to call him, which I think that is a tremendous nickname. He has been making noise for them all year. And now that all these guys are injured and, you know, have red crosses next to their names, he's going to get tons of minutes and, and is worth a close look. Like, he's a pretty decent waiver wire ad right now, I would say. And I played him over the weekend in a number of leagues and then dropped him because of the schedule. They don't play they didn't play Monday and gonna try to pick him back up for the Tuesday game. That's my plan with GP two. So if you're in a league where you wake up in the morning, you know, and and add your players for that day or for the next couple of days, that that's a name to look for first thing Tuesday morning. Well, and Golden State also after this three game week they go four four four, so that's good. And he might, he may be relevant for the next month, so I, I think he's worth a look. Nick Claxton is a guy who has been mentioned seven hundred eighty two times on this podcast over the course of the season. Reemerged again on Christmas: nine points, six rebounds, three dimes, five blocks in thirty two minutes, twenty two percent rostered. What what's your enthusiasm like for Claxton, Steve, this week and beyond? Three games, so I don't love that. But I, I, I'm a Claxton supporter. I like him. If he's sitting out there in those leagues where I need guys, I'll, I'll probably pick him up. But I haven't looked yet, Matt. I'm, I haven't done anything with my fantasy rosters. I don't even know what my final scores were last night. Matt, I, you, you, you got my text, right, at like 1 o'clock in the morning, where I went to bed so early last night, I woke up at like 12.40 a.m., it's pitch black outside. This was a, like a sleep talking situation where we were we we're going to have a two man a two man <laughs> draft. And dude, I thought it was twelve forty five in the afternoon, and I had slept through our podcast, and I was having a panic attack. And my wife is like, my wife is like, dude, look outside. It's oh my dark. God. Like, what are you doing? Go back to bed. It was awesome. I just realized I had no idea what this string of texts meant. I woke up to this today yeah i had a text that first said oh boy 1241 i'm sorry exclamation point at 1242 <laughs> and then 1251 a.m oops never mind that's incredible <laughs> i just thought you had randomly i thought you were apologizing to someone someone else about something else i didn't realize you're actually apologizing to me that's incredible really. i just assumed you were sitting here doing this without me and by yourself and reading those promos all by yourself without anybody to interrupt interrupting you yeah yeah, and I was like, "How can how can I do that to my boy?" That's amazing. So I felt really horrible. I love I love that you just woke up and thought it was pitch dark at twelve forty in the afternoon. Dude, I we joke about my alarm system, but like I actually have anxiety about missing one of our podcasts. Like, oh, I know, it, it, I know, it's rough. I, I stress. But out you're about also it. like, you know, Ron Burgundy with the the teleprompter. He'll read anything that's in the prompter. You will. Whatever the clock tells you, you know what I mean. You will believe. So you're you're gonna believe the clock over the, over the the whatever's outside the window. Well, so yeah, the AM, the AM, the little AM, the tiny little AM or PM. That means nothing to me. All right, back to waiver wire pickups. I'm I'm glad you clarified what those texts meant because that's amazing. Jalen McDaniel's, Miles Bridges, and PJ Washington are in protocols as well. He has double digits in four of his last five, including 12.6 rebounds and a block in 28 minutes on Thursday. I picked him up in a couple of deeper leagues. I wish the schedule was better, Steve. I would like this a lot more if it was a four-game week. Yeah, they go 3-3-3 three, three, three over the next three weeks, which that that is probably not ideal. Man, Miles Bridges 
what what happened to him, Matt? Because he was on fire, and he looked unstoppable. It looked like he was going to be the comeback player of the year, the most improved player of the year. Now he's kind of fallen mm-hmm. off a little bit. Now he's out. Like you said, P.J. Washington is also out. I don't know what happened to him, but I, I also am a little... I mean, dude, he was playing. He was still playing pretty well before... I mean, over the last month before the protocols, I mean, he was a top 50-ish player, you know, around 19.7 rebounds, four and a half assists. I mean, I think that's more what, Realistic. you know, we can expect versus like just the early season, just, you know, first round caliber stuff he was doing at the very beginning of the season. I think he's still a really good fantasy player, but yeah, now we got to wait. But you're right. Jalen McDaniels should get tons of opportunity with Bridges out. And McDaniels was actually playing decent when bridges was still in there so yeah i think he's definitely somebody to look at and i think you know we're gonna get lots of gordon hayward and kelly Oubre this week too it's also by the way this guy's not a waiver wire pickup because he's 50 percent rostered in yahoo that number's up 18 percent the last week but Jaden mcdaniels with all of that minnesota madness that i mentioned all those guys out Jaden mcdaniels playing really well including thursday 16 points nine rebounds seven dimes a steal a block and a three for a guy who was barely visible in box scores earlier this year, Jaden McDaniels is is quite playable at the moment. So there's that. Yes, they are the new the new version of the Martin twins, the the McDaniels boys. And Minnesota goes four games this week and four games next week. That's good news for Jaden. Yeah, I think both of the McDaniels like, like they're they're both they're both going to be hot pickups right now. They're both not going to be available for very much longer probably. All right, a couple of Lakers. Talon Horton Tucker has played 30 plus minutes in three straight games. The fantasy numbers have not really been there lately, but he's 21% rostered and is at least on a watch list for me. Also, Malik Monk returned and scored 20 points with four rebounds, three assists, one block, three triples in 35 minutes. So I think he's immediately worth a look. 8% rostered for him, Steve. Yes, Roth is still mad at Talon Horton Tucker, as far as I know. I'm mad at the whole Lakers team. Like, I just can't even with that team. They do play four times this week, but yes, then the do. Lakers, they go three times next week and then two times after that. So that's more bad news for LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Guys, if Anthony Davis was even going to be playing then, which he's probably not. So I did notice Malik Monk was back. My son got excited when he saw that for some reason. And he likes to shoot the three, the three ball, Matt. Yeah, Monk has had some good games lately. So, so I'm giving him a look as well. Meanwhile, Herb Jones on Sunday, 15.6 rebounds, a steal, and a block with two threes. Brandon Ingram has an Achilles injury. Herb Jones, 19% rostered. And this is not the Pelicans week, though, I just noticed by looking at the schedule. Two games. Bummer. Two games. It is a bummer. They also play two games on January 17th. So three weeks from now, they have another two-game week. That's that's kind of a buzzkill. They have three two-game weeks in a... Six, one, two, three, in a six-week span. That is brutal. That's unkind. That is brutal. Four, they had four games, four games five times in the first seven weeks, and now it's coming back on them. Yeah. Okay, I was all set to talk. Everything is cyclical. I was all set to talk about DeLon Wright with the Hawks now having, I believe, the Hawks had 10 guys in protocols as of Monday morning. Now that's 11 with DeLon Wright, and it's just... It's not good, but I think we look at Skylar Mays now, Steve. Skylar Mays. Skylar Mays, two percent <laughs> rostered in Yahoo leagues, and I mean, it may not last long. But if you're hearing this on Monday, 
I think you can do worse than Skylar Mays at a 2% rostered clip. Our buddy and producer, Adam, before the show was like, oh, yeah, I saw that kid from LSU was doing something for the Hawks. He was talking about Skylar Mays. Yeah. So he had... Who would have thought we would be talking about Skylar Mays? Nah, that's not how this season is supposed to go for, the, for Atlanta. On Thursday, he had 14 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and a 3-pointer in 33 minutes. In the Christmas Day... Ugly loss for the Hawks. 11 points, 2 assists, 2 steals, 1 three-pointer in just 23 minutes. But that game was just a mess for the Hawks. It's a deeper league play. But anyways, this is where we are. I like it. You know, this is actually where we are, Steve. I thought of you immediately when I saw the name Frank Nielakina pop up with 14 and 17 points in back-to-back games, 38 and 34 minutes in those two games, two threes and two steals in each game. He is also 2% rostered. And yeah, wow. Frank Nielakina. Four games for Dallas, Steve. And four games next week as well. Who knew? I mean, a week ago, I I said something like, are we, um, I, I put on Twitter, starting to wonder if we're ever going to see Luca again. And people are like, oh, he'll be back in just a second. Well, he's still not back. Hopefully, he's, this is allowing his body to fully heal. Man, Mavericks are as, they have as many red crosses next to their guys as anybody else in the league. It's Dorian Finney-Smith time. It's Kristaps Porzingis time. It's Frank Nielakina time. Frankie Smokes. And clearly Jalen Brunson. Jalen yep. Brunson festival all day till those guys are back. It's about to get extreme. We're, we're already kind of in deep league territory, but I do want to mention a couple guys in Orlando. Gary Harris has averaged 19.2 points over his last five games. He's 28% rostered. Also, RJ Hampton returned. 14 points, five dimes, two steals, one block, two threes in 32 minutes. He was 2% rostered as of this. Orlando only three games. That's disappointing, but I think Hampton probably is above some of these guys for me just because of his upside on any given night that we saw in that first game back. Yeah, and Gary Harris, I mean, I feel like Judge is it Smales from Caddyshack. He's no slouch. Gary Harris <laughs> used to be a very good basketball player. He still, he still shows signs of life at times i think both of those guys rj hampton and gary harris are worth a look right now franz wagner is going to go off yeah i like rj hampton peyton pritchard is getting his chance with the celtics shorthanded 13.3 points 2.8 threes in his last four games four percent rostered a deeper league play for me steve but i mean again jason tatum is now out that's just more opportunity in that celtics rotation so if you're in a league that's so deep that none of the guys we're talking about are available, you know, Pritchard is another guy to give a look. Yep. And they go four, three, four, four over the next several weeks. So that's all encouraging. Marcus Smart has been up and down, in and out. Dennis Schroeder, Josh Richardson, all those guys being banged up. I threw Peyton Pritchard in a lineup recently. He had like 36 FanDuel points. So it, it was, it was pretty, pretty fun. And I like Pritchard last year. His playing time kind of went away, and he's, he's really he really wasn't getting enough run this year to make a big difference. But if he gets 25 or 30 minutes a game, he's going to put up numbers. Utah Watanabe had 26 points, 13 rebounds, one steal, one block, two threes on Sunday for the Raptors. This is a situation where I guess you know they play on Tuesday, so watch the Raptors, the reports for the Raptors, who's coming back, is Siakam still out? He's 5% rostered, so that could be... A streaming play for Tuesday. This this really happened, Steve. Three game week, and I'm glad you said you you mentioned the team that Utah plays for because I, saw, I was I having saw the look on your face. I was having a Charles Barkley like 
Oh boy. <laughs> I, I've I've been seeing Yuta's name quite a bit lately. So I assume he's he's played well for like two or three straight games. In Memphis, Dylan Brooks, we said earlier, is out. John Conchar had eleven points, fourteen rebounds, three assists, two steals, two blocks, one triple. So Again, these are just all just kind of dart throw options who are relevant right now. 2% roster for Conchar as well. Yeah, Memphis plays three times this week. I think you can probably do better than Conchar. Although that 14-team office league that we're in, like he might be a guy we pick up. Like it, it, we, we may be just that desperate to do that. But Mem- That's the league where I'm missing Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, Jared Vanderbilt, Scotty Barnes. I don't remember who else, but I was up six three on Jonas going into Sunday, and lost eight to one. That one really hurt. Ugh. I'm not happy. I believe that. I have Paul George in that league, so I'm. It's not going to be a picnic for me either. The last name I want to mention here is a guy I've seen picked up in a couple of our leagues, Nathan Knight, the former Hawk. That is because Carl Anthony Towns and Nas Reed are currently sidelined. So. That is the natural progression of things. We are looking at Nathan Knight, who has shown the ability to put up an intriguing box score in the past. So again, I, who knows? Hopefully, hopefully you're not desperate enough to do that, but, but plenty of us are playing in leagues that are deep enough where you are. So there's another name. <laughs> hey, it's four games. I could see him being a DFS prodigy this yeah. week. All right, Steve. Those are all the names I got. You got anything else to add? Do we want to take it? I don't. Do we want to so, take a Matt. couple quick questions before we go? We can. Are there any? Are there any questions in here? Thoughts on Zach Levine going off today from TJ Tutty? Is Zach Levine going to go off? He probably is going to go off because no Lonzo. The Bulls roster looks like a mash unit, and it should be Zach Levine. I mean. 32 points, four rebounds, five dimes, a steal, a block, and five threes in his first game back on 12 of 18 shooting. So, yeah, it's all it's it's often a good bet, and yeah, the setup is really good right now. Can't you know? So, absolutely, Matt. This guy, this guy is channeling you right now. Lost two leagues, one to eight last week. A minimum of eight players on the IL. One team has 10. Unbelievable. Dr. G, hold on. This is Dr. G58. Steve, is this your burner? Is this your Twitch burner account? It, it actually is. It is. Absolutely. Yes. Hey, Dr. G58, I I can sympathize. All I can say is, you. <laughs> I think someone's in Steve's office right now. All I can say is, you got to just turn around and try to do the same thing. You just lost eight to one. Just hope that your opponent, that maybe your opponent this week is in the same situation. You can get it all back. Don't give up. It's frustrating. It's awful. I, I am there right now in a couple leagues. Super frustrating. You have a good roster. Everyone's on IL. You got to just open up a couple streaming spots and just just churn those games. You know what I mean? Let's make this happen. Suck that pill down, Matt. You can't take your jetty pill, though. You cannot right now. Not an option. I believe he's in the protocols. All right. I think that's going to do it. Any others before we go? That's it? Okay. That is going to do it for us on this episode. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen. Take a second to rate and review us as well. We are here every Monday through Friday throughout the regular season to try to sort through all of this. Want to say thanks to all of you for listening and for watching live. Thanks for those of you who gave us some questions here at the end. And Steve, thank you, sir. I will talk to you soon. Thanks, man. 
Have a good one. Happy birthday to you. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.